If you haven't stopped to take a look at the paintings that he brought today, it really is amazing. Um, we were sitting out there, and I, I kind of got quizzed a little bit, because the one has 10 stories, did you say? More than that? The, all these different stories of the Bible are in one of the pictures. And so trying to see which one is depicted by the artist was fun. And it was exciting to kind of see that, because when I looked at it, my mind and my eye was drawn to different pieces of it. But it definitely told a story through his lens, through his bright paintbrushes, through his own eye for this art. Our scripture this morning starts with um, the story, actually it's a poem, from the very beginnings of the biblical narrative from Genesis. And it talks about, you heard that, in the beginning was God, and um, when God created the heavens and the earth. And remember, day one, and it was good. Those were the, the, the narratives that you kind of heard, the, the choruses. Because this very beginning part of scripture is a poem. It's the very earliest ways that they began to try and make sense of what was all around them. And sometimes, sometimes we can get lost in that. But instead, today I hope that we can receive it as the gift that it is. Because the second text that I picked today is another one that shares, just as um, Alfredo said, that all of us have a gift to bring. There have always been artists within the world that have brought something to the world that has brought beauty. But there is one common thread through all of this. And I don't know if you caught it or not, but it was the breath of God. The ruah in Hebrew. This ruah continually exists throughout all of creation. It is the thing that separates things. It is God's breath. It is God's voice. It is that thing that changes things dramatically. In fact, there, you know, there are two different uh, creation stories in the Bible. We have this first one, which is a poem. And then there's a second one right after that. If you kind of flip on in your Bible, you're like, hey, wait, we're doing this again. And that's true. There are two different groups that wrote stories about how they understood the beginnings of the universe. The second one actually creates humanity through a human being. And that's where God works in the mud, kind of reaches down and, and takes the mud, gathers it together, creates this human being, and then breathes into the human. And that is when life happens. In the story we heard today, God breathed, God spoke out, and that breath changes things. It's amazing. It's amazing what God's breath can do in amongst God's people and around this world. Because one of the things that I think is important to understand is that when God created, God did not create out of just nothing. There was stuff there. That there is, that God takes these things and pulls them together. And sometimes they may not even seem like a whole lot. I've heard this before. Well, you know, I'm no artist. I, don't, I really don't have a whole lot of gifts. 
But what God sees is an amazing beginning and what God's breath can do with each of us is a work of art. I um, Eugene Bowling's here today with us, and um, every now and then I get a chance to go over and to visit Eugene, and he's got this beautiful farm, and um, I really enjoy sitting out on his back porch and kind of looking out out in the distance. And we just kind of take it all in. And there's the beauty of creation. But there are two things that, that catch me every time I go to visit Eugene when I drive down his driveway. The first thing is that he has this horse that is made of all of these different kinds of metal and, and gears and, and all kinds of different stuff that his son creates. He takes scrap, like, um, art, kind of scrap things from the... Uh, from the junk pile, and he puts them all together and creates these amazing structures. There's the horse. You used to have like a, a, a some kind of like um, steer, I think, um, on your property, and it was fascinating. I mean, these things are huge, amazing, and I always, it always just kind of does something inside me whenever I see that. And then there's this second piece of art that exists just a little bit further right down from this horse. And it's Eugene's garden. It's this place that Eugene works to, to till the soil, to work and to, to uh, create and attend to this beautiful garden. It's always corn. He's shared years before with me with his kale, which is terrific. It actually turned me on to kale. I was not a big kale fan. But after you've had Eugene's kale, man, that's good stuff. I know, it's kale. But, you know, it's, but it is something that he tends to. And it's amazing. Because in both of those things, you could say, well, the artist is the one who creates the big, tall thing with the metal. And that's true. He has his own artist studio in North Carolina and everything. But Eugene has this place where he works with his hands and gathers what God has provided and works with God to create something that brings joy in so many different ways. And that's what I hope that we as people of God understand is that if we understand and we hear from the biblical narrative over and over again that we are created in the image of God, that each and every one of you has an artist within you. That each and every one of us work together and co-create with God in this life that we have. And I appreciate what, what Alfredo was saying because it isn't always exactly how we understand it. I mean, he has the beauty that he can do with, the, with paints and with drawings. And if you haven't seen some of the murals that he's done in schools, um, that is amazing. And I think that the ways that he works with young people to do that and puts these in the schools inspires people. Inspires these young people and these teachers, brings a smile to their face, puts them face to face with beauty. And maybe cultivates within them that talent. But it also is different than that. Because let me tell you, there are folks out there, I've had their food at the potluck dinners, and that is a masterpiece in and of itself. 
There's something beautiful about the artistry that happens around food. Those farmers that cultivate, that tend the land, that work in a way that provide for the world. If you've never had an ear of Margie's corn or fresh strawberries from her garden, you know what the taste of creation is like. Or maybe it is that you have that person that can tell a story better than anybody. That's my uncle. My Uncle Terry, if you sit down with him and he starts telling the story, you're captivated. You're right there. He's able to create a moment in that space. And whether it's true or not, he brings you in. And he crafts something beautiful. And he engages you. He's an artist in that way. And if you've never been received by another person, that welcome, maybe you're going over to visit someone, maybe you're meeting someone for the first time, and have you ever taken and extended the hand or met someone and you knew instantly that this person cared about who you were as a person, that you knew that they had something inside of them that not only just wanted to know who you are, but valued who you were as well. That's the artist as well. See, I believe, I believe that that, that spirit of God, that, that voice that, or that breath, that ruah, that voice that spoke over the chaos, that breathed inside of each of us, that, that we take in each and every day and that we breathe out is part of that creative spirit. And by, by connecting with it in a powerful way that we are able to, to build something, to create something, to bring about the kingdom of God, which is what God wants for all of humanity, all of creation. And when we work together with God, when we live in relationship with God in that way, we draw upon the strength and the creativity that comes in that way, but we also delve deep and we find that way that we can be vulnerable to share those things that are inside of us and that those around us can receive it. That there is an amazing thing that is being brought about. It's that spark of the divine it's that creative moment. You could almost call it a big bang. You could call it whatever it is that you sit down and you see something, you experience something, you taste something, you smell it, whatever it is, you hear it, and you say, ah, there is God. We are artists. You are an artist. We got a lot of work to do because there are a lot of people out there right now who would rather destroy things than create. It's just the truth. And I don't know why that is, why we like to like lift people up, especially artists, and then just like knock them down. I don't know if that makes us feel better or whatever it is, but it's time for us to continue to be the people that we've been breathed into life to be. Let us create beauty. Let us take lessons from those who, who lead the way. But also, open our eyes that we can see it when it is being made and name it as the ruah that it is in this world.
Thank you all so much for what you are providing and what you're bringing into this space today because I can sense, I can see, I can hear the voice of God in this place and I'm grateful for it. It really means a lot. God bless the artists. God bless each and every one of you and God bless what we can create with God. Amen. Thank you for listening to the White Oak Pond Christian Church Podcast. We hope that it's been a blessing to you this day. White Oak Pond seeks to be a place where we accept one person at a time to Christ's never-ending and forgiving love. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so that you can receive sermons each and every week. And also rate us. It really helps. Thank you again. And may you know joy in powerful ways this week.